Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by Ranger to my left. I got Vance on the phone. Hi, Vance. How you doing? Good. I got Todd on the phone. Hi, Todd. I'm here. All right. This is like the final countdown before the official kickoff of show season, which it's kind of, it's kind of weird because it used to always be the Chicago show first, but now leapfrogging it is the Ohio show. So it's looking like decent driving weather for us to, to head down there. I'm watching the long range. We're going to get some snow tomorrow, but you know, that's, I don't know. Do you guys get nervous? Like looking at weather and, and how that's going to affect travel for well, yourself and other people. Yeah. I, I looked the first time today because I know that we always wait till the last minute and we're going to go Friday morning <laughs> Correct. and try to get set up. For that. So I was looking at the, like the, what time does the show start? What time do we need to leave? And what's the weather going to be like? It's going to be very cold Friday. I have like 26, but the shows no precipitation. So yeah, I, I, for, for cold, I would like to see it like a high of five. Cause then it like mm-hmm. guarantees that we're not really going to get snow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's what a high. It's like in the twenties or something, and we'll probably you know with a little bit of black ice on seventy nine there when I'm coming up to meet you guys. But black ice, Vance. Do you know anything about black ice? Hit it once, made it out alive. There you go. Well, all right. Well, this show, I'm kind of out of order. It's not very smooth going, but we'll see if I get that straightened around. <laughs> is uh, brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. FattyZMuskie.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And I have just about everything bait-wise packed up in totes right now. Though I have had to dig through the totes to, to uh, fulfill some orders. I got it done. And, um, but it's all packed up. It's ready to go. And Team Rhino is going to be at the Ohio show. I'm not sure if he's going to have AZ stuff. I know he's going to have a bunch of stuff because he has a bunch of stuff on his website. Uh, you can check out those exclusive colors. Musky Tackle Online also has AZ baits. Find them at Musky Tackle Online. Let's see, the rod holders. Like a light switch went off. I'm having multiple people every day ask me about rod holders, setting up boats and what have you. Even though it's just the beginning of winter, it seems like there people got out of the holiday hustle and bustle. And now they're thinking about what's the next thing? Open water. I mean you just got you're gonna be thinking, setting up your boats and doing whatever. And I'm working with a couple people right now, giving options and you know, hopefully coming up with some solid solutions, but we're getting through it and don't be afraid to reach out to me and I will gladly help you with the journey of setting up your boat. It's fun for me, but anyways, I'm going to have a couple project X's running. Well, probably just one down in, down in Columbus. We still have those. We don't push them that hard, but we still got them. And... We got some secret special stuff to talk about, but that's later. 
but I also have some other stuff. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, too. I'm going to let Muddy Creek. I'll get through these plugs. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. MCFishingGuides.com. <laughs> get hold of Vance and I. We're going to get you out there. We're going to give you a great opportunity catching fish. Uh, Ruby fishing in Pennsylvania early season. I booked a trip the other day for that. Going to be April in through through about mid-May. And then we're going to get up to real musky fishing on Chautauqua Lake. Uh, starting on Memorial Day weekend, and we're going to fish right up till early November. So get a hold of us. Had a great season last year, and we're going to see what 2019 has in store. It's here now. Yes, it New is. New year. New year, same old Vance. New year, same me. <laughs> Nothing like uh, trying to better yourself. I guess when you're perfect, you can only go down. When you're on top of the mountain, yeah. Um, I saw a post from, I'm going to lead this in advance. saw a post from Vic's Sports Center today. Somebody picked up a new boat, and I think they're back in action. I know they closed a little bit over the holidays, but. Yeah, they're up and running again. Nice. They were down in Florida fishing. Yeah. And the new boat that was sold today was a bass boat, but we're not going to. Yeah, we we don't judge to that. Yeah, we it's don't judge. No. Um, but you can fish for bait. That's right. <laughs> it's fine. Check out Vix. Uh, you know they took care of Todd and myself this past year. Uh, we've been working with them. Um, fishermen that set up boats. That is very important. I've talked about it a lot. Um, How important is it? Very, I, I bought it's, it's extremely important. I bought three <laughs> three boats in like the past five years. I've gone through, and any dedicated listener of the show uh, would know why. Those are some of our best have. podcasts ever recorded. Generally, the ones like where I'm having a really bad day <laughs> turn out to be good stories, but um, yeah, check them out. Springs around the corner. New boats, used boats, they got them all. Service as well. Ranger boats, Starcraft, Star Welds. Check them out. Big shout out to Ranger for sponsoring this show. Um, looking forward to, to uh, the fishing season coming up. It is oddly, oddly warm uh, for January around here. And it, I keep thinking back to October when we were fishing and Todd and I were like frozen. It kind of felt like winter. And I still say that was like the coldest time of the year uh, so far uh, when we were fishing in October of 18. But um, yeah, we were up there in this, New York and uh, it was a little chillier there than it is down here where I live. But yeah. when you got like 60s down there today. You got 40s mm -hmm. up here. People are breaking ice skims, you know, just to, mm -hmm. to get out. But people are fishing right now. Yep. I kind of want to fish, but I've, you know, flipped the switch to, you know, kind of be in off-season mode. So in the boats, like, nice and clean and stuff. I'm going to test you right now. If I said, Vance, I have my boat hooked up, you have 20 minutes to be here. Would you make it or not? Obviously not right now. It's dark out, but earlier today. 
Well, it depends on what I was doing, you know. It depends and, on where you're fishing. Yeah, I mean, and it was hailing earlier, but I'll tell you what, like 38, 40 degrees, and you said all you have to do is show up. Yeah, I'd go. Okay. Just checking to see how much off-season you have in you right now. I'm still on off-season from we uh, could, we 2015. Could, yeah, we could we could fish at any given second. Probably take me about 20 minutes tops to have the boat ready. Okay. To 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 go out and fish, and then I, we'll we'll be revisiting this in probably four months from now. Yeah, especially before Todd and I go to the PMTT. Oh, you guys um, are going. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, not. I have not. Okay, so we're going. I'm gonna have not to committed to this. <laughs> you have to go. No, I, I it's for my I, wedding. Oh <laughs> my gosh, you—that's bad luck if you don't do it. Jeez, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm kicking out uh, the wedding party if we don't go. Oh gosh, <laughs> the line has been drawn. I mean, just but last I, week Todd was committed. <sighs> I know, but well, sort of. It was. Just, you hit me up with that real quick there. And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I remember shaking on it. I saw it, too. I, think he's I witnessed that. Yeah. You know, uh, I remember Todd talking trip. about he has a secret spot that, that he was going to pull out just to, to win this for your wedding. <laughs> I took oh, you to that. I took you, I took you to the that. secret spot, Andy. We caught nothing. You saw a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I fish cave run once every two years. <laughs> I think we shouldn't pre-fish. We generally don't <laughs> go down there. <laughs> no, what I think you should do is just like... We go catch them if we go pre-fishing. <laughs> That's what I mean, yeah. We just show up. Like, like we're just going to go hit this spot and yeah. catch them. And they're like, well, yeah. that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, you should just literally launch the boat right when it's takeoff time. Yeah, just go there we, blind. If we no, if we if we took Vance's boat, because we have marks on it. Well, who knows what they're going to dump in there? But first trees, we might get snagged a few times. But if we took Vance's boat. We have all that stuff marked. He's kept the same unit. Yeah, I'm I would have no problem see? showing up and just driving around, taking the thing. And let's go do it. <laughs> We can take uh, my boat and truck, you know. It doesn't matter. The pre-fishing is... Yeah. yeah, that's when we get them. But anyway, what I was alluding to okay. before we were talking about our trip that we're definitely going on in a couple months oh, here okay, uh, was that, like, anxiety when you're like, oh, crap, I have to get everything ready. Like, oh, geez, where are the rods? Where are the baits? Are the hooks sharpened? And they, you kind of just get into it and you're like yeah everything's everything's fine i don't know why i had i felt anxious about getting ready for a fishing trip when everything's pretty mm -hmm. much right here you just hook up and go well so i, I, I pick up where you pick up where you left off That's i mean it, if vance is anything like last summer his motor never cools off between trips <laughs> that's true where my, mine, I need like jumper cables and an extra set of batteries to get mine to start. You'd fish as much as I did last summer too. You'd like to keep those motors going, especially with the, my past that I've had with, when they just shut up, shut off, and stop working. <laughs> shut off and stop working. <laughs> yeah, 
You want to keep those things going. Keep putting gas through them. Mm-hmm. Did Did you say? I'm trying to remember if you said it on the podcast or not. The distance that you trolled. I uh, think yeah we yeah we, yeah, we did talk about that. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm trying California to remember. California and back. Yeah. Yeah. That's in, that's that's insane. That's incredible. It is incredible. Yeah. That's insane. It, it's wild. Okay, so like, if if you were to tell someone like, hey, how would you like to go to California and back, but you have to do it at four miles an hour? Four point five. What yeah. look would they look give you? Like what? And you're like, oh yeah. Not only did I do it, but I did it on the water. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a depth finder on my bass tracker, which would have been a boat like three three boats ago long time ago not three boats like vance three boats in five years this is three boats in like 25 years uh i kept my boats a little longer but and it 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 was so easy to keep track of your distance traveled and i always for some reason it was the first real depth finder i had it wasn't just a depth finder it had some other stuff on it and i would keep track of that and i remember we we would go up to canada for a week get to fish six days and uh, we would cast a lot and troll a lot. And I remember I, I could read the bottles that we put on. You know, it was 380 miles to get here. And I put, you know, 400 miles on the boat, some, some of which were running. But I was like, so we could have drove home. While I was here this week, mm-hmm. the difference is a lot of that's at four point five, not yeah, seventy five point five, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were doing it with ten horsepower, not two hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah. You go for one week, it's like we could have trolled the whole way home. That would be a long troll. Oh my gosh! I when when the roads are clear to- in the winter, I get mad at someone doing like five under the speed limit. I, I don't exceed the yeah. speed limit much, but if it's five miles an hour under the speed limit, it drives me nuts. But when you want to like remove yourself, it's like, yeah, n- not only is it five miles under the speed limit, it's not even five miles an hour, and you you're gonna go home. Exceed no. the speed limit at all? I most try not weeks, to. Yeah. Most weeks up there in the summer, when we're doing a lot of that trolling, get banging all those fish, baby. Uh, that's probably like Andy's lifetime trolling. Hours. Well, without a doubt. I mean, in I'm not going to. For us, in a week. In a week. Realistically, yes. I You're mean, just not into that. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm watching. We get new subscribers and stuff like that often, and you know, like, but for me, a lot of my trolling has been down a river one way to get to another spot to fish. So it'd be like, oh, you're going to troll for this mile stretch. You pull out the rod, you set up, yeah. you go the mile, you pack it in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you you got into a little bit of trolling up there at Chautauqua there four or five years ago. Yeah, back when life was simpler. Mm-hmm. It was an easier time. Yeah, <laughs> but but not a lot. You did a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just a, a little bit. I mean, I don't think I ever put a full mm-hmm. day out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of. I happiness. think it's weird when you when you log your miles on the water and you think about that distance traveled. Yeah. something from coast to coast and you put it on that little body of water. Yeah. It's like, you feel like you've covered every square inch of the place. Well, the, 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 yeah. 
exactly. That that's what it, it's funny when people take a lake like that and they're like, oh yeah, there's a spot over here. It's like, don't <laughs> believe me. <laughs> There ain't a spot in this lake I haven't fished. Yeah. <laughs> Many times. You know, it would be All interesting. years of being there, there's just, the, you know, there's no spot on that lake. It's only 18 miles long, and I, I'm spending, we're spending, you know, 100 days a year. The crazy thing about Chautauqua is we've caught fish. I've caught fish from one inch to the other. Mm-hmm. Yes, we definitely have our go-to spots. But there are areas that have been really good. Sometimes I don't hit anything. I don't fish it or hit that area for 10 years. <laughs> but there was a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's nowhere that isn't that I've never, that I haven't caught fish on that whole entire lake. Yeah, we talk about how that, that one spot on the spot on the lake is just unbelievable that it, it's been really slow for year for years. Mm-hmm. I keep revisiting it though, yeah. hoping. Um, yep. But it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Lights next out, year, fire. It'll be so much different next year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to beat this dead horse a little bit more. I'm going to backtrack to trying to put in perspective how many miles Vance put on his boat with, you know, this, this year, if you were to picture Chautauqua Lake as a yard, like that's your yard, it's all green grass. And I'd like to think that most people start mowing their grass, like the perimeter. And then they, when they get to the end, they, they, they bump in and they keep doing that. And, and they, until all the yard is mowed. All right. Am I, am I making sense so far? Mm-hmm. How, if, so if Vance's boat was the lawnmower, and he went around the perimeter, and then he bumped in, went around, went around, went around. How wide of a cut was Vance's mower deck on his, you know, air quotes mower deck, to completely cover all the miles that he did? So like, how many rings of that tree did Vance actually do to to cover that? Like, did he do He's got six poles out? Well, I'm I'm just talking like the. So, like, if, if he went around the lake on the very edge, mm-hmm. right where the water hits the dirt, and then the next mm-hmm. step over, he comes in three feet, goes around, comes in three feet, goes around, comes in three feet. I'd be willing to bet that Vance, his his miles were mm-hmm. every time he went around the lake, he bumped in a fraction of an inch. I don't know. Yeah, maybe could have done the whole thing. Yeah. To where... When the when the final blade of grass is cut is the final foot of of miles on the boat, and that's a really horrible way. But for whatever reason, I think of stuff like that, like to cover every single square inch. How wide, you know, what was the incremental steps in? Yeah, I'm going to be on the screen blue. It wouldn't even be a boat lane. Yeah, I mean, I I can take a day and paint. You control it. Of the high portion of one area blue mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a couple miles hitting the same run you know that's just in one day sometimes you do the same thing who knows how many i told them i told the garmin guys were up there making their charts i i talked to them this was maybe like five years ago 
and they were out there like crisscrossing, hashtagging, and uh, just happened to be we were fishing the Pants same area. Pants sagging, like, hashtagging. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you guys, you just put all that. But now they had like huge stuff in their boat. I was like, you just hand that to me. I could do this. I could do this for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have said for free. I'd be like, you know, for. Uh... <laughs> I'll go ahead and map this whole place for you. (laughs) You set this all here. I could do it this season, believe me. (laughs) Yeah. That's good stuff. That's funny. Didn't Garmin come out with like that new unit where it can actually see like a fish 3D? Yes. Yeah. Garmin's supposed to be high, high end, and they were at a like crisscross hash. Talking about pants sagging and hashtagging, how's Muskie's Inc., Todd? (laughs) Muskie's Inc., M I. (laughs) Up, up, yo, down. Yo, yo, whatever. (laughs) We're trying to rekindle the the fun of last year. Yeah. Muskie's Inc., everything's great there. We're going to be. We're going to be down at the Columbus Fishing Show, I think it's just called. It's like going to be the uh, the Columbus Fishing Expo. Columbus Fishing Expo. We're going to be down there. We're going to be sitting at the Muskie's Inc. booth with some Muskie's Inc. guys. We'll have a little bit of stuff to talk about with uh, Bad AZ and Muddy Creek. But uh, Muskie's Inc., you know, stop over. Whatever show you're going to, whatever you're doing, stop in. Talk to the guys. Get involved in your local chapter. Please sign up. Sometimes you can't get involved, but please sign up. Uh, that money goes to musky fishing. It might not come back directly to your local chapter when you send the, the money to the nationals. That's the stuff I hear. I send them, you know, I join and they don't do anything, but it all comes back to what is your club going to do. Being involved in Muskie's Inc. gives you a sounding voice. There's a lot of people involved in that. And, uh, you know, I know our club has got a lot done using the Muskie Inc. name. The clubs have to take the initiative to get all this stuff done. But uh, lots of great stuff with Muskie's Inc. We got Vance. I got my Muskie's Inc. magazine the other day. We have Vance and, and uh, Lori. Those guys looks like they're going to run away with the men's division and the women's division. Uh, lots of fish. And, it, and that's fun. You know, I did that a long time ago. Learned fish in. You can get involved in the uh, in that. You can look stuff up on the computer, which you can only do if you're a member. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. If you're into musky fishing, especially this time of year, winter rolls around, ice starts forming. Uh, it's just stuff to look at, and uh, you know, get involved in your local chapter. That money is well spent. It's our sounding voice to keep musky fishing popular. You got to remember more fish. More people fish for catfish in this country than they do for muskies. So, yeah, small. We're a small group, and uh, everything helps. Being involved in muskies Inc. is the number one way to stay involved. The number so. one. So, I and, you know something else neat. You know, in that last magazine was I was looking at. I think it's the Masters Division. Uh, mm-hmm. is, is that is that like an age thing, or is that like you graduate and then you? I'm not really you have sure. to graduate to that. I don't even know how they do it now. Before you had to, there was a time you had to catch so many fish, and then you jumped there. But then there was a time if you won men's, 
I don't, I don't even know how you get into the masters now, but okay. Can't remember. I haven't paid much attention to that stuff, (laughs) but you know, something neat that, you know, I I look for, like, you know, like you get musky hunter magazine. And like, one of the things Mm -hmm. I like to do is flip right to the back to all the, like the people submitted photos. And I like to look and, and I don't even look at the name. I'm just looking to see where it was caught if it's disclosed. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'll find one down in local waters from around here, and I'll be able to say, I know exactly that spot. In fact, one was just a couple miles from me. It was a poorly taken photo because something very obvious was in the background, but only a very you know select few people would actually know it. So to me, that was interesting. But anyways, getting back on track, it was neat to see Vicki Banks. She had a couple fish up there for like just big fish. In her oh, okay. in her division, yeah. and it you know I was just like scrolling through. I'm like, let me see if there's any water here. I know I'm like Chautauqua. Oh, there's Vicky. Go down a little bit. Oh, Chautauqua. Oh, there's Vicky. And it was just yeah. neat that to see her name <laughs> up there a couple times and know that it was you know Vance's and Todd's boat that those fish were caught in. Uh-huh. So I mean, there's you know it, it's interesting like that. You can connect the dots and you know you can kind of see just how small the community is with with all that stuff. But it's it's information that's there, and I'm. I'm a big geek when it comes to information. Uh, many times people say, hey, what do you think of this? Look it up for me, and then I'll spend an hour looking yeah. stuff up and figuring it out. But you can you can extrapolate a lot of information if you connect your own dots on that. Think outside the box. It's some interesting stuff. That's my little adding to Musky Zinc. Musky Zinc. All right. Nice. All right. So we've already- Sanquare Rods. Sanquare Rods. I'm jumping ahead. Best rods on earth. Look at, uh, take a look at them. They got some new rods out. They tend to try to keep things fresh. So check them out at your local retailer or online. Also down here at Columbus, coming up here very shortly. A couple days. Boss Shad Lures is going to be there. He's going to have a booth. I don't know if Paul is going to be there, but Boss Shad's will be there. Has a booth. He's got a couple other guys running it, I think. Uh, Jason Ritchie and is a good friend of ours from down in Kentucky and Kevin Goldberg, who is also a friend of ours. He was on three podcasts. Been on some podcasts. Yeah. All in a we row. Had a, we had a podcast party. It was fun. It was. That was early on in the in the pole barn days. Now yep. I have a much, much more clean setup. Uh, not right now. The place is a trash hole because i'm tearing everything <laughs> We're apart. ready for the show yeah um boss shad's gonna be down there get a hold of those guys and pick your boss shads for the year that's right you don't have to pay shipping grab them and go pay for them but grab them pay for them and go there i got that in in line so all right so we talked about the columbus fishing expo we talked about the ohio muskie show the last show it's going to wrap up our show season is the Muskie Max. It's this is like the sixth year for it. I mean, wow. that I remember the first one. Do you remember mm-hmm. that one? And mm-hmm. just, just uh, it looking back on it and just I can't believe it's been six years, but yeah, and it's yeah, getting, and it, it, you know, it was something that condensed from they used to have the Butler Fishing Show and they used to have uh. Oh, what's it? Uh, I don't even remember what they called it, but Three Rivers used to put a show on. And it all sort of got condensed into this when these guys started the Muskie Max. 
Yeah, and it's it's growing, and it's going to be sub- mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty big. I mean, it's going to be so big. Todd's driving his boat there. Is yeah, that, is that true? You're going to take your boat right there, right down three rivers, and just just ramp yeah, it. I'm going to yeah, I'm going to take it and jump over seventy nine and. I have no idea where it's at, so it I, it might not. Fly be possible. my way through the yeah yeah. It's not going to be possible. <laughs> it's not going to be possible where we're going. <laughs> but you know that's going to be neat. There's going to be boats there, boats from Vix Marine. We we were able to get them up there. You know, if you have any you know any track that you want, you know, we normally holler on Muddy Creek Tackles track. People have been uh, reaching out. They saw that ad, you know, questioning if that's Todd, but that is not Todd. But that's mm-hmm. generally who we push the track. They're going to be there. We're going to be there. It's going to be neat. Hopefully, Todd's going to be able to do a seminar out of his boat. You know, it's it's really cool stuff. I mean, I wish I remembered where it was at. Vance, where's it going to be? It's in South Point. Uh, South Point, PA. Uh, it's, it's probably about 15 minutes outside of Pittsburgh, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, this is interesting. If anybody here knows of a guy called Gearman Steve... He's very elusive on social media, but I guess this is pretty close proximity to his place, and he says he might go both days. So if anyone's going and trying to find him, the only hint you're going to get is you have to listen to the sound of his voice because there is no photos. He is like... So (laughs) what the place is is called, it's called uh, Princescape Arena, and it's essentially in Cannonsburg, PA, but... Yeah, everybody around there calls it South Point. Um, but, yeah, really good place. Uh, it's where the area where the Penguins, Pittsburgh Penguins, used to practice. So it's a large, uh, a large, uh, you know, event center. And, and um, you know, I, I think, you know, they, they do a better show every year. just keeps getting big, bigger and better, the, the Muskie Max. And innovative stuff, innovative vendors. Um, can be fun. Oh. Yeah, I think the Muskie Max Plus part of it is they are trying to get just some stuff that's not totally Muskie related. Most of the show is going to be Muskie related, but you know, we're getting someone like Muddy Creek Tackle down there. It's more Great Lake style fishing, which Great Lake style fishing can <laughs> come back if you're fishing on Lake St. Clair or the green green bay wisconsin with the tubes and the giant rod holder systems and stuff but uh they're going to get some guys there that are a little bit more than just musky lures and musky charters and uh i think it's going to be good i think it's gonna be great people going to look at some new new ways to set up their boats and other stuff to stick in their tracks you know Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh you know we're going to be talking about that a lot more in these coming weeks but uh, on another note, if, uh, if anyone out there on Instagram, like musky underscore max, that's the new musky max Instagram account. So it's M-U-S-K-I-E underscore M-A-X. We're going to promote that, try to get some people to like and follow that stuff. And uh, that'll be great. We're going to get through this weekend, and then we can concentrate on the next one. So, um, all right. The plugs took us a half hour to get through all that stuff. Yeah, we talked about some stuff too. We did some important things, and you know, I I tend to not try to get too in my personal life when I talk on 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 this uh, on this program, but 
I, I felt I needed to share some things. Um, I actually had to write some of this down to get through it all. So about, I'm going to probably say at least once or twice a week, it's I either have a conversation with Todd or, or Vance, and it always comes up. They always ask me, how do I look so good? And I really try not to give them a straight answer. Just so bad. I don't do it directly <clears throat> because it's not that I don't need the praise. I get that every day when I walk down the street. So I, I really, I, I, I should have probably warned you that I was going to talk about this stuff. That yeah, well, yeah, it would have been a warning. <laughs> because I just, I, I don't tell them my secrets because I just don't know if they can handle it. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. And mm. I'm now going to be offering, there's five left. That's right, oh, five. They're already down to five. There's already down to five. Oh, I have one gosh. person have a reserve, so there's four. But, oh, I mean, really, like, like when I, I, I'm not just making it up when I say every day I walk down the street. It's bad. I get catcalled, too, okay? Yeah, I'm not. And you probably just get, like, great win. Way to get him, coach. <laughs> or like, you suck, boo. And no, I have. And then I get the doubting Thomases who who sit there and, and try to you know just sour grapes it all the time. What's that, Todd? No, go ahead. I have something I'll add a little later. Okay. I can set. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll go now. Okay. I've been setting. I've been. Uh, I've been looking through my wardrobe and I've been setting things aside that. I feel I would like you to take the scissors to, to do the cutoff part. I think you're. I would be honored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, you know, it's like sleeves are getting a little tight, and you could like. I need I need someone to do the cut, Andy. Okay, because there yeah. is there is a technique. Trust me, mm -hmm. and not I'm everyone can do it correctly. European, like Italian cut. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's only one cut, the and that's, that's the AZ. I yeah. mean, I didn't want to tell this, but it, it, it hasn't been Brady all these years for Belichick. It's been the AZ, okay? So I'm just yeah. going to pull the—I got to <laughs> let the cat out of the bag right now. It has the, all those Super Bowls, the big wins. It's Tom Brady. It's just looking over and seeing confidence in a coach. That's how he's winning. Mm -hmm. He's just some mm -hmm. schmo off the street, okay? There's that's something about we, that's why that's why Todd and I thrive at those shows because mm -hmm. we're very motivated by your outfit. I mean, it, like th there is like this, I affect people in, in like an area, and and different mm -hmm. people can pick up on on different levels. But I mean, <laughs> I I I know that it's 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 tough to swallow, and 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 but it's true. These Belichicks, they're going and listen. They're twenty dollars a piece. I know that's a lot of money, but I'm gonna tell you what. This this is the real deal. That's a steal. That's a steal. That's a steal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I might even pick. I I. There, there might only be three left. I'm hoping. I might, I'm hoping I might pick one up. Yeah, I'll before. take one. Yeah, I might pick one up. Okay, for you guys, money. they're twenty five. I'll cut you a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we have to do that. We have to see if they sell. If they don't sell, we're all wearing them. 
What did that guy? What did that guy? What was a thing that made millions early on? Oh, the Snuggie. The Snuggie. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it would be like on on Vance. Yeah, I said I'm a four X with Vance to cut off. They're not all four Xs. Okay. But you keep in mind that you, you, it's like it's like a duck. You got to lead it. It's going to shrink a size and a half when you wash it once. This yeah. is this is the finest cotton Walmart has. Okay, but uh, exciting. I try to I try to keep that that ad fresh because I just want to see how they go. It's it's interesting. It's fun. Once old. Congratulations. <laughs> Sold one. <laughs> one down. I literally, I, I should almost take a picture of, of what I have sitting here because I had to write that down because I knew that I wouldn't get through it if I was going off memory. We should mess with Brandon about that. You should definitely save the sleeves. Well, I do, and then it ends up being, what am I going to do with these things? Well, you We'll figure something. To it, do. It's like, like Michael said, Scott and Survivor Man on whatever season four, when he's like, "I'll cut my sleeves off and make this kerchief." <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one, Bance? Oh, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> on the office, where he went out to in the woods to try to survive, and yeah. uh, it's hilarious because then later on that day he got cold and he tried to put them back on. <laughs> he made it. He made a ten out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just hand the sleeves to Brandon and say, what can you do with these? Yeah. Big boy. Big boy. I'll just drop a giant bag because those 4X yeah, sleeves so are say, literally like pant like, legs. Uh, God save like, for you. Make something out of this. You know, I sold six sweatshirts today. What's up? <laughs> what did you guys do? I ran out of my clothes. Yeah, I, I sold out. I'll give. I'll do what Todd says. I'll give them to Brandon. I'll be like, you take your needle Here. and thread and make some more clothes. <laughs> you're selling no you can give them samples they're samples of the, of the nice fabric that you use you know here's the like, leftovers Listen, here's i'll give the you the scraps i'm gonna give you yeah i'm gonna give you like a you know this is top secret stuff but this is the fabric i'm using on all of my clothing period perhaps you I should look wear. into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> make some scarves out of this bitch <laughs> <laughs> figure eight scarves <laughs> he gets so much heat for that <laughs> he makes it a scarf <laughs> <laughs> alright well we love Brandon we do yes. and I, I'm waiting for him to be like dude you're putting me out of business and I'm like hey I'm sorry, but I just can't control this. He is nervous. He's nervous about this show because of that. But I'm sure. Six shirts. Five shirts because one already got shipped five, north. Five, 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 five shirts. It's like yeah, dead five. nuts in the middle of, you, of the sternum. <laughs> like it's as bad as he must be. It does. <laughs> What's wrong I with it? Saw, I never saw a sweatshirt like that. It's like this, like a six by six. It's not like it's supposed to be a bag. It's like like across the back, straight in the middle, not... right across. The... Yeah. 
They're great. They're great. They're one of a kind. They are one of a kind. Well, five of a kind. Well, but they're different colors. Like I said, like if you could envision the rainbow, just think of light gray and dark gray, and you have it. Oh, man. Anyways, I really... I'm. I, that is probably what I'm most excited for, second most excited for, for this show season to see, just to see the reception. I mean, not everybody. I mean, there's people did that you, are just not even get close even center, to it. Did you even center the logo, or is it like cockeyed? Or? No, no, I didn't like slap it on there like, you know, like country stickers on like a Looney Tunes suitcase. <laughs> like, the, uh, like the mailman. Yeah. No, I mean they're they're pretty straight. They're pretty centered. Okay. Yeah, okay. I I took time, pride. I mean, good. you got to you got to channel mm. the energy on this. So everything's just got to be centered in order for you to function properly. And you know that's that's what I'm looking at here. <laughs> and wow. you know results may vary, but this is what this is a true story with me. Is you know it makes me superhuman. I can you know. No, it's it, it's winter time. What do most people wear under? under that i i would i would tend to i mean most people under a sweatshirt wear another shirt i don't know many people that just you know just are bare-chested with a sweatshirt on but okay i thought that's what you rocked no no i i, I you can't have a t-shirt underneath there I, I have to baffle the energy that's coming off of me So, I mean, what, am I supposed to do, like, a line of undershirts, too, that are exactly the same no, color I just, I just, from no, the exact I, same store? I just, <laughs> I just wondered when you put off, put on that cutoff. I can't remember, even though I see you in it every time I see you. <laughs> yeah, like, really, every time I see you, you That's have so one true. on. Uh, what is underneath? What is underneath? <laughs> is it a long sleeve tee short sleeve tee i can't remember no it's just a short short sleeve that's the same color and literally the Gray sleeves also. are probably like an inch and a half shorter than the sleeves on this the cutoff okay and, so and that's very why rarely... you don't notice yeah yep yep i don't what I... is underneath are you human am i android I'm, I'm a lizard um let's get into the topic <laughs> I thought this was a pretty good topic. We got some <laughs> that good. Was we, we, we get some good mileage out of it, but we really do. If Andy sells all of his t-shirts, he can make enough money to buy a dinner. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! I don't so even like us. like at McDonald's maybe. Well, for I was thinking just for him at McDonald's and the dollar menu. At I mean, McDonald's. it's it's not like. This isn't like some big like markup stuff. Maker. This is a yeah. funny thing that we're we're doing. Like this year, yeah. this year is going to be kind of fun because we're we're starting to play around with the podcast. You know, we have enough of a following, and I mean, heck, I'm getting I'm getting pictures of myself in a cutoff doing things from different people. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's become a thing, so it's it's going to be fun. Well, that's not hard to do if you take a picture of you. You're wearing one. Yeah, I mean my high school you, yearbook, you, my wedding photos, my baptism for my kids. I'm wearing. You probably them. had one. You probably had one underneath your uh, underneath your tuxedo. No, it was my tuxedo. 
they, they had to like uh, Photoshop yeah. it in. I mean, all my wedding photos, it looks a little bit odd what I'm wearing. But I said, this, okay, so this is what you get. The family, the family is still not over that. Well, <laughs> when the big day comes for Vance, guess what? You're, you're rocking it. A black one. Tux. No, a, a black, black one. Black. That's right. I'll even buy a you new one. You got dress codes, boys. You got to you got to follow that. None He's of blacking out. He's blacking yeah. out. He's going to black out underneath. <laughs> he can put a tie on that thing, Vance. I would, I'll I put would a bow tie I'd on that thing, and I want it to spin. <laughs> so, like, I'll go like, it'll be a propeller. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Yeah, we got shirts. All right. That's five shirts for sale. Five, possibly four, but maybe closer to mm-hmm. two. Um, depending if Vance and Todd are really going to pony up the money. I'm uh, not paying for shit. I'm not paying for that. I'm just mm-hmm. taking one. Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. As I always, do. As, as I always <laughs> do. I just as take as I Andy's property do. is technically my property. <laughs> so I'm just going to go ahead and help I'm myself. I'm not paying for nothing. I'm, I'm just taking <laughs> Okay, here's a requirement. This is one of the perks. Just, just like, just like Vance told Todd that he's doing the PMTT. You guys have to fish in the official outfit of the AZ podcast, and that is the cutoff. I would, I would do that. I would do that if if the weather cooperated. Like the first pictures of us getting the. uh, I'm a little confused about this weather cooperated because it goes good with sun, it goes good with rain, (laughs) sleet, snow. Daytime, nighttime, hot, cold. You can do. You could definitely wear it. That first year, went down there, Vance. When I took the pictures of you wearing the. Life oh my vest god! That to try to keep warm. <laughs> Vance will be sitting in his boat, and he'll take that four X and like wrap it under his feet, and he'll be like a beanbag chair looking thing. I don't make huge life. <laughs> <laughs> It was we were casting up in the trees. We were trying to find the shoreline. It wasn't. It the, wasn't. The, the, the Lund was stuck <laughs> in the trees. We couldn't get any further. We were like pulling. We were grabbing trees and pushing them around. It was like, I just want to see the shore. It was cold. And Vance had his life back. He, he's like, I, I'm so cold. Put this life vest on. It worked. We it just, worked. We got pummeled with rain for two days. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. Oh, that was such a big life vest. That saved me that day. Warmth was. It was like big a camera. It was a back. It was just like one you threw in there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh crap, we're going to need these. We're going to need these yeah. to conserve my heat. Amazing. All right. We're good. Yeah. Okay. We're going to move on a little bit. Now that it's a new year, you know, I, I, I did a little bit of research and digging. I think it's a decent topic to come up, you know, bring up. And hopefully we're going to have someone that um, knows a little bit more about it. But I think it lends to a, a nice conversation, at least something to think about is that we hit on it earlier. It's the musky permit, musky stamp, whatever you want to call it here in Pennsylvania that they uh, offered for 2019. 
and more or less like the rundown of it is like eleven dollars and change. It's voluntary, and as from everything I've read, and I look, I've read a couple articles about these these new permits that they have coming out, is that that money stays for the respected stamp, you know, the species of the stamp. So, uh, you know, you buy a muskie stamp and supposedly that money is going to stay to help with, you know, habitat and any expenses that go with fishing for muskies or just raising muskies, having muskies in the state. And uh, some of the stuff I was reading, there's not a whole lot of in-depth information, but from what I gathered is there hasn't been a price increase in the fishing uh, fishing license in Pennsylvania since 2005, I want to remember if it's correct. But it's been it's a long right, time, yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just going to hit on this briefly. This isn't really what I wanted to talk about. But, you know, I hear people belly aching about, oh, the price of the license, they should have this or do that and whatever. And I mean, you break it down. If a fishing license is, let's just say, 50 bucks, I mean, that's like, a dollar a week and you can use it every single second you're alive that that whole year it's the cheapest form of entertainment that you can have just just being allowed to do stuff i mean everyone can compare going to the movies going to dinner what have you renting a movie you know all of that stuff per hour is going to cost you more so this price increase i from what i gather is the line of thinking Rather than doing a price increase on a general fishing license, the using round numbers, the muskie stocking program in the state of Pennsylvania runs about a million dollars to collect the fish, do what they need to do, have the little babies, get them big enough, and put them in the water. For the state of Pennsylvania, one year is about $1 million from what I read. And because there has been no price increase in the fishing license and not even like a cost of living percentage increase kind of deal and mm-hmm. everything costs money, this is their way to hopefully try to offset some of those some of those burdens. And people can bring up the argument of, well, this has to do with pensions and, you know, retirement and insurance and, and all that political stuff. Um, I really don't know much about it, but the numbers that I, that I saw, and I'm trying not to get into that, that battle because I, my understanding, it could, it's a mess. It's not very clean cut, but so anyways, you got these fish that we like to fish for. It costs like a million dollars a year to keep them going. And, uh, for like $11, let's just round it up to $12 for $12. You can have a voluntary permit. Now, I mean, Overall, I mean, like, like, what's your guys' feeling about about that? This is the first year. Either one of you can talk. Man, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking here a little bit. You hit, hit a I, cold with this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll just, I'll just say that I think it's a neat idea. Um, and as long as it's going to uh, like a greater good, I'm fine with it. Um, now I wasn't I wasn't around for like the musky tags. Uh, I mean, I was in New York. I wasn't fishing for them. You know, yeah, New York things like mm-hmm. that. In Pennsylvania, then 
this voluntary thing. I I think that if the eleven bucks is going towards helping out muskies in Pennsylvania, I I'm all for it. I don't see what bad could come from it. Uh, when they'll be like, you see, this is just another thing. Now, now you have a thousand people that bought this voluntary thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then people will always think, ne- you know, there's always negatives and positives in any, dis- you know, decision. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're going to have to buy it like it's a trout stamp. And you're not going to be allowed to, to, to pay for them. But I'm, I'm from the, when I buy that license, I think it's relatively cheap, but that's just how, how I feel about it. It's just something that I do. And I think that it's worth it just because I am fishing so much and it's a passion turned into a profession. But, um, the only time, like when I, look into those licenses and stuff. Like when we went to Kentucky this year, I was like, okay, I got everything squared away. And he's like, we'll get your license. I'm like, oh yeah. And I go to buy it and it was like 250 bucks for like an out of, out of stater. It might've been even more. And I was just like, geez, I think it's you know, 200. Yeah. What Vance is talking about was the deer, the, the license. Yeah. And that was, yeah. I think $270 for an out of state tag. I, I think that the fishing, the fishing uh, side of things, pretty cheap in Pennsylvania. I think it's a nice thing if it benefits the muskie hatchery um, and, you know, stocking programs and stuff like that. If it doesn't, I think it's absolute hogwash. You know, somebody is sitting there and getting, I mean, I don't know how, you know, how many people would buy the voluntary muskie stamp and getting like rich off of it. Um, but, but you can't, but, but, uh, I, I would ha- I would hate to to see that happen. Somebody not using it for the greater purpose. If, of, if, of if it's not transparent, more or less, if 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 people find yeah. out that that was used to buy, I, I don't know. Like a common complaint is they're always driving new trucks. If you see a brand new mm. truck and it says "paid for by the Muskie Stamp," you better believe yeah. I'm not buying a Muskie Stamp the next year. Right, yeah. but if, if they're like, on, and then on the other end, you could you could be like, well. You know, I bought this stamp. I've been buying it for 10 years, you know, and I can't catch a damn muskie in this lake. And I can see people being, like, pissed off about stuff like that because they're not catching them. And they're like, well, I'm paying this extra money, and this lake's been down for 10 years. Um, And I could also, you know, I would be fine with them just being like, yeah, this is where we put the funds into. This, This stocking place got minnows, blah, blah, blah. We did this new aerator pump for the tanks or something. Yeah, and exactly. And I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. I really wouldn't look for like the, the yield of, of like catching going up and stuff. Of course you always want to, but I wouldn't judge that. Like, okay, I'm paying 11 bucks. My fishery's going to get like, you know, crazy good, a lot better because, you know, I'm buying a stamp now. Um, you know, I, I would just pay with it in, in good, with a good conscience that, it, that it's going to help in the, the population thrive because it could die. It, it could really just go away probably. 
It it very well could. I mean, especially you know, if, if if a state agency. I mean, hell, they almost did it on Chautauqua. Mm-hmm. You know, they almost did it there. It was for other reasons, but with places that don't have natural reproduction, or maybe just a little, or it, it could go away if nobody if nobody gave a crap about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they have like six. I think there's six different ones you can buy. Mm-hmm. Whether it's for trout, native trout, blah blah blah. Up to the muskies. Are they just putting feelers out to see who can, who's going to, who's going to support this fishery? You know, so a whole bunch of people buy muskie tags. Like, wow, these guys are serious. They're they're dropping eleven bucks, which eleven bucks is half of a bait. Hey, what like kind half, of bait is it, that? Are you buying? Like, yeah, it's, like, it's half, half or a quarter of a bait, really. <laughs> yeah. If you buy if you buy a fishing license and you're a uh, you know you're from that state, I think it's around like just twenty two bucks without any stamps, Erie trout things like mm-hmm. that. So it is kind of a pricey stamp, um, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Now, now, Todd, what was your opinion? Yeah, I mean, it just. <laughs> You know, I'm up in the air. Like, the, the things that I've heard negative is like, oh, the next thing they're going to want you to buy, uh, if everybody buys that musky uh, donation thing, then they're going to make you want to buy a, a, musky, a musky tag or a musky stamp. I was like, man, I don't know. Go ahead. Let us buy it. I, I, I just don't know what it's going to do. If, if the money goes into the fishery, that's great. You can put a musky stamp on. You can put a bass stamp on. So if you want to fish for bass, you have to buy a bass stamp. If you want to fish for musky, got to buy a bass or musky stamp. But unless the money is going back into the fishery, I don't know what it's really. Yeah, I mean, I, I can only regur- regurgitate <laughs> what I read, and it, it, it yeah. you know, they they mm-hmm. they made it in in, mm-hmm. in a very simple sentence that begs me to ask follow-up questions but it, it says right there it's going to stay with the respected you know fish of the stamp mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> but <clears throat> you know the musky stamp there's no one that's fishing for muskies that keeps muskies i mean we'll put it 99 percent of the people that fish muskies release muskies yeah they're not like <clears throat> i really want one for my wall so i'm going to get it into the sport so i can catch yes. one and then i'm done mm-hmm and if you want to do that, that's fine, too, if you want to keep one for the wall. But it's like guys that are musky fishing are releasing them. They would they would pay to an extra 5 or 8 or $10 to buy a stamp to say you could fish for them. But what's that going to do for the uh, fishery unless that money does go back into musky whatever? Yeah, the, the, the stocking the better good of, yeah. of the fish in question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to me, this is an interesting thing because I'm, there might be other states out there that have something similar. If there is, I'm not aware of it. But, you know, there, there's always been, during winter net, people talking about, like, a musky permit, musky stamp, whatever, that you have to have one in order to, you know, even cast a lure for them. And to me, this is this is on the fringe of that. And, you know, I think overall, just looking at it on this book, you know, judging it by its cover, 
I think it's it's really good, but there's also a little bit of you know skepticism in my mind that I, I don't you know I don't want to not bring up because I'm sure there's some people out there that just oppose the thought of having this. And, yeah. and some of it is like this voluntary. Are they testing the waters to now make it mandatory? That was already kind of brought up. And like Vance brought up in, in many more words is there there could be a level of frustration that if, if oh, if I'm going to buy this permit in five years, my Blake better be better because I've been putting my money in. And if it isn't, mm-hmm. there could be some, some angry stuff. I mean, and I, I see it all the time. I engage a lot of... I don't want to say a lot. I used to engage more, but I still do on occasion with some of the laws of deer hunting in Pennsylvania and, and what people feel that the state in general has has come to. And my opinions don't match up with some of the other people and then name people call me names. But, um, but you know, like overall there, it's... it's what do they call you? The, the very terrible names. They call me a clown. Belichick. Clown. They call me a clown. It's actually it's actually funny, but um, the, uh, the you know the overall thing is that there is some like okay is this is this the route the state's going to go? Is it going to soon turn into okay? It's twenty two dollars to get you in the door. By the way, you're that you, 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 you just covered you know your cover charges there. But by the way, it's a ten drink minimum, and. Now all of a sudden that $22 in the door, you have to then tack on $120 worth of permits just to go enjoy a day pulling bluegills in the event that you catch a bass or whatever, trout. Or musky or accidentally, yeah. Yeah, something to that effect. It has is, it ever has it ever got to that though? Yeah. Most no. of those accidental people, this is the thing. Most of these people that don't as we as I've said, musky fishermen release the fish. People catch muskies accidentally they have no idea how what size they are they think they're giant it's 36 the inches people that, that catch them all the time have no idea what size they well are. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you know it's, so, so it's a 36 incher and they take it in thinking they caught a fish of a lifetime which it is a fish of a lifetime to them but it's not even legal in our state anymore and the fish is dead. Comes back to hunting. I don't care how you shoot it. Shoot it with a crossbow, spirit, high fired rifle, poison it, inline, poison. <laughs> a dead deer is a dead deer. No, I mean a dead deer is a dead deer. Dead musky, dead musky. Most of the people that are going to take these fish in, we're probably going to take them in anyhow, or they didn't know how to handle them to the point where. It was going to be dead anyhow. Right. So, you know, I don't know what they're going for. I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, the, the uh, voluntary thing is, is one thing. I mean, I, 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 it wouldn't have bothered me one bit. They just said, it's got a mandatory. Here's your musky stamp. You're going to fish for muskies. I had no problem paying for it all those years when I was younger up there at Chautauqua. Okay. We're fishing for muskies. And, I wasn't keeping the muskies even then, you know, I kept them before that, but you know, we weren't keeping them at that point, but you want to fish for muskies, you got to buy a muskie stamp. Actually, I thought it was kind of pretty cool. Yep. I need the muskie stamp. I'm going muskie fishing. Mm-hmm. And I bought it. 
Yeah. Because that's what I was going to do. Yeah, and I think it's I, yeah, I, I think it's a, a good thing. I don't I don't know many cases, or I guess I'm kind of ignorant towards the subject. I didn't do much research where the game commission has like overthrown the, the people, and uh, like we're really up to something different, yeah. you know, something negative uh, to affect, you know, yeah. something that keeps their paychecks rolling in. So. Um, I said, I don't think there's like a hidden meaning here. They're like, ha, 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 ha. yeah, exactly. These fools to buy this voluntary thing. I'd have a hard time. I, 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 I don't get involved. I'd be, a, I'd have a hard time getting involved like Andy does in hunting discussions and stuff like that, where people are like, oh, that game commission, that fish commission. I mean, you got to remember, that's what these guys do for a living. I mean, that, that's their livelihood. The guys hunting want to see deer. If you're not seeing deer, maybe you need to move your spot. But, you know, if you're not catching muskies, maybe move, move your spot. But, I mean, I, I don't look at those people as a negative thing. Like We wouldn't have anything if it weren't for them. <laughs> no, we wouldn't have anything. Right. That's right. the way I always looked at it. I mean, my whole life was planned on having a career in one of those fields, you know. And, uh, you know, the reason being is, like, it's for the better of everyone. I hate poachers. I hate people that poach deer, you know. Uh, it would have been, been, I would have had a great time chasing them down and finding them, <laughs> you know. But that's not what those, I mean, those guys need deer out there. You get rid of all the deer, why do you need a game commission? If you don't put any muskies or you don't put any fish or you don't do any stalking for trout, no one's going to buy licenses. Nobody's going to be interested. To, yeah. No. Yeah, so their ultimate like, goal is not to have a job. Just like yeah. every yeah, every red-blooded American that's out the there. Way, that's yeah. the way a lot of people look at it. Like, they're just out for this. And w- when people say stuff like that, it's like, so they're out there trying to get themselves out of a job. Every every day they have a job, they failed the previous day. That's what the way they're <laughs> yeah. thinking about this. Yeah, and it just uh, it drives me crazy. Trump's behind it. <laughs> it's probably Trump. <laughs> it was Trump. Trump did it. And if it was if it was four years ago to be Obama, it's something mm-hmm. else. Up the government. It's a big conspiracy. It's a big conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, it, it almost is like, I think overall the people have a, an underlying, whether it's justified or not, mistrust of of like state-run, federal-run uh, law yeah. enforcement when it comes to this, and that they they're just trying to like undermine everything. And and I I don't I don't believe that for a second. I do believe no, that there's either. there's a lot of people they're trying to please, and not everyone will get pleased. But I, it's almost as like it, it, it's like such a short write up of what this thing really is that it literally might be just that deep. It it is what it looks like right there, and that people yep. want to try to find a hidden meaning, and there literally might not be, and I don't know. Mm. But like Vance brought up a good point in the state of Pennsylvania, how many of those tags are they going to sell? He he brought up a number of a thousand. I don't know how many they're going to sell. Yeah. But even still, so let's 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 look at some numbers here. 
They sell a thousand of them at twelve bucks a piece. I'm rounding up again. That's twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars. It cost a million dollars to stock the state. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, realistically, so, like, I mean, not to laugh up, at it. Yeah. It's it's a fart I, in the wind. Yeah, you can feed them for a day. You can feed the muskies for one day. But I mean, I, I think that it's 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 something good to 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 put forth and. You know, and then there's going to be skeptics out there like, oh, you're just buying into it. Well, I'm, I'm finding a hard time. Like if they're saying that this is going and if they need a new aerator pump so they don't lose half of the, the stocking that year, I would say, yes, buy a new aerator pump or, or a filter system or whatever it is. None of that stuff is cheap. I mean, if you, you go into any industrial place, people think that like going up to Walmart and buying, you know, whatever is expensive. Look at like what industrial stuff costs. I mean, I, I live it every day. Yeah. It's yeah. Yep. what someone wouldn't pay ten dollars at Walmart. It costs someone, you know, like a shop like where I work. Yeah, that's going to be four hundred dollars, and they're like, "What?" Yeah, that's why it's yeah. tough to deal with the public. Yeah. Is because stuff is very expensive. Mm-hmm. And uh, our, I mean, I mean, our, our 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 lives, and probably most of our listeners' lives. You know, you got that thing to look forward to. It's fishing. It's hunting. It's a big part of my, I mean, it, it is, it, it is my life. That's my life. <laughs> fishing, hunting, always has been, probably always will be. Uh, that's all same, I think about. Th- th- that's the same as Andy. Vance is the same way. Probably a lot of our listeners are that way. But, you know, when you look at the big scale that, it's nothing in our country right now. You know, it, it, it's, it's not something that gets big press. Uh, yeah, it's glossed over. Yeah. Like what, what yeah. we're so entrenched it, in and focused on is nothing. It's not even mainstream. It's yeah. just a it's little just nook. We are, and, there's a, and there is millions of people in, in the country doing that. But it it doesn't hit the mainstream, you know. Imagine if this stuff was out. Okay, no more fishing. We're going to shut down the fisheries. We're going to shut down the game commission. It's done. I don't know what I do with the rest of my life. Oh my god! I mean, honestly, I don't know what I would do with the rest of my life. And I know there is millions of other people that would feel that same way. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, that's it, horrendous. Hmm. But it's not important. It doesn't hit the mainstream. What if? You know, like, uh, what if? Let's just go off on a tangent. What if that happens one day? You know, Mm -hmm. maybe not in our lifetime, but like the old man yelling at the cloud reference, like when people are like, hey, (laughs) back in in my day, I was outside. Yeah, now everybody's buried in their phones. Hell yeah! Yeah. Yeah. What if it does get so, uh, like, techy? The world, the world does, and there Mm -hmm. is no more outdoors Mm -hmm. to uh, to be involved with. Uh, It's a world I wouldn't want to live in. I mean, if it got to that point, I mean, we could go really down a deep, dark rabbit hole here. If it got to that point, 
I'm going to say all the all the natural resources are just in, in a world of hurt, and they're just it, they're going to be falling off the map. Because if yeah, you're going to turn into a third world country, like if you get say, okay, game commission's gone, no rules. There'd be certain people like myself, Andy, Dance, and many of our listeners. It would be like, okay, free for all, gun season. Yeah. Here, let's go get them. The resistance. <laughs> you're just going to go. You're just going to go do do that along with a lot of the population that likes to do that, and it's going to get wiped out. Yeah, it's going to hurt. I have, it's going to be gone. You're not going to see deer, you know? You have people you know, into deer hunting stuff or fishing, and they're like, yeah, over where I live, you can't do this. There, there are no birds or deer, you know? When you see one, you just shoot it. <laughs> and eat <Yeah>. <laughs> right i mean you know? It, it, you know you think about it like i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of go with the fish the fish thing i'm like oh man mm-hmm. if there's if, you know if all of a sudden there's no fishing license requirements and and you know creel limits you're just gonna see the banks lined with people and i'm I, and i mm-hmm. literally just thought of this i'm like no there's no. gonna be people like mm-hmm. me they're gonna fashion a giant dragnet and just start netting, and, and not to kill them, but initially it's going to be like, let's see how big these things are. Now that I can do what I've been dreaming of doing, you know, you're just dropping depth charges, yeah. and you're just seeing what the biggest fish are, and it's not going to take yeah. but a year or two, and it's going to be gone. 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 Yeah. 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 Gone. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, there's no sport fishing then. Then it's going to be like a survival mm-hmm. deal. And I, I don't know. I mean, I it, I don't think it could ever get that far. But no, I mean that at one point in this country, it was just like it was commercial. There were no everything. deer in this country. Very few, you know. Yep, basically no deer. That's why the uh, Chautauqua Lake did the uh, you know up at Chautauqua. That's why they started the, the tagging system. You know, they were wiping it out. They were sending muskies all over the country for people to eat and. Yummy. Started a tagging program and what idiots five fish limit for the season all out of that little body of water yeah yeah I mean I, I don't know it, it it gets tough because then you know we could do a whole show on like regulations the the, the pros and the cons of it like mm-hmm. I'm not a giant fan I'm gonna say this right now of big you know minimum lengths like mm-hmm. I, I'm not and I, I have reasons for it I just yeah me too uh, I'm, I'm you know I, I think that things are getting a little out of control there and I mean I understand the reasoning behind it but you know you, so you, you got that you got size limits then you got like you know should there be like a you have one fish if you kill a fish you're done fishing you know that that would actually help out more what happens if some guy catches, you know, say you have a, you know, a big, a big size limit, 55 inch or something. He catches two and he keeps two. People would lose their mind. So mm-hmm. should we regulate how many fish are actually, you know, uh, killed per, per license? And after that, you're, you're cut off from, from fishing. Um, how about like a catch limit? Like you're allowed to reel in a 12 fish in Pennsylvania. Once you catch your 12th muskie, you're done because statistically one of them is going to die and, you know, whatever. I mean, you can 
go down all this stuff. Oh yeah, you can it, go all all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, so it it's just a it's an interesting way of trying to how can you manage this? Because people, if you if people weren't catching them, they wouldn't want they weren't they're not going to fish for them. And you know, I, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there, but I'm gonna kind of bring this up. I I once heard, and this could be wrong. In Pennsylvania, when they would stock pheasants, I, I guess would that be the right right word? Stock pheasants, or mm-hmm. that each pheasant cost the license you know the people that the, the people that bought licenses twenty dollars for every pheasant raised and released in the wild that was the price per bird todd did you hear anything like that well, yeah it was something like that like for especially per harvested bird yeah why wouldn't you why wouldn't you ask me why didn't you because i don't think i don't think you've ever shot a shotgun <laughs> i've shot many shotguns <laughs> Did you ever shoot a pheasant? I was going to say, at any upland game birds, or were they at like beer cans by a bonfire? I'd freaking work you guys under the ta- table. <laughs> no, Nintendo Duck Hunt. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, a pistol. That's a well, yeah. you could pretend it's a shotgun, you know, with just like pumping it. And, and I, I can yeah. pretend all these bluegills that I caught were, were muskies. <laughs> <laughs> so Vance is over there yeah. bump stocking a pistol for Duck Hunt from Nintendo in 1987. Hey man, when I pull that trigger now, I shoot him dead. That's right. Yeah. He's laying prone in his in his living room, like all dudes, all bucks, bucks all day, baby. <laughs> They're all greenheads. All day, oh, all day, both all day box. That's right. <laughs> all ADB. Day, I, I should, I should not be. I'm not. I'm not the all day hunting. I'm not on that level. <laughs> I need to study. I, I I sent some very good memes to Vance today that were very fitting. That just happened to show up on my timeline. And uh, but but anyways, so like, let, let's get back. What does it cost per stocked muskie? I I have no idea. I have no idea either. But is it $11.20? <laughs> no, because that's, I think that's what mm-hmm. the price of this permit is, is $11.20. So essentially you could be buying yeah. a muskie to put in, you know, like a adopt a muskie program. The maybe it, part, maybe it evens out to it being $11 to actually keep one to survive out of all of the, you know, little babies yeah i mean if it cost a million dollars to stock those fish I'd, it that there's there should be a number what they stock statewide and it might be like a hundred thousand yeah you know at that point it's like 10 bucks a fish if it was ten thousand, it's a hundred dollars a fish and then it starts getting like holy crap i'm not really carrying my weight if people want to start doing the division but i have no idea and you have some people that really do carry their weight i mean you want to get into the Oh, man, you know, catch and release, that's a big difference between the hunting permits and the, the fishing permits. I mean, fishing, catch, release, catch again. We re-catch our fish all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, even even though we use bogus. Oh, oh you they, monster. They, I know. I know. It's a terrible habit I be need a, to get out of that I'm never going to get man. out of. But, yeah, be a real man, grab the fish. Mm-hmm. Which I've done more than most anyone who ever said that has done. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but 
know, there's lots of times that boga helps us so much, but I've caught numerous fish that have bogged year after year, and uh, they're doing just fine. Except mm-hmm. their jaw's broken in half, and there's a pierced hole in their lip. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. not we might have done a little lip piercing here and there, but oh yeah, you know, I was really in in the nineties. Yeah, on stage. You know. <laughs> when you and Kurt were were hanging out, I was thinking more like Blink One Eighty Two that stuff. Oh, okay. pop, pop, pop <laughs> punk. Anyway, Shakur. <laughs> I was a big fan of him too. I don't. Wait, well, you, so you start rapping here. I, I'd no, like I don't to. Wanna, yeah. Okay. The beat to... drops. Todd, go. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. I mean, to to me, it's it's. I didn't want to dive too deep into the musky permit thing, and uh, but you know, I think it's it's at least it's a timely thing. It's a new year. You got to get your new fishing license, at least in, you know, in Pennsylvania you do. I don't know about other states. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's interesting. I hope that in the coming, I'm hoping soon we'll have someone that could really give more in depth of the workings of of the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission. I mean, it'd be really neat to know. I mean, we have some people we're trying to get lined up. It just hasn't happened yet. But I wanted to at least touch on it since it is the, you know, new year. Um. With that said, we're gonna have we're gonna have some more fun. So I had a lot of fun with my uh, Belichicks or the AZs should be more aptly called. But um, we have something special. We've hinted at. We hinted at last week and maybe even the week prior. I put up a Facebook post about it as well. And we're gonna we're gonna just very briefly kind of tell you what we have. Very limited numbers, uh, and then how you're going to be able to see them because this is the fun part. So like we've talked about, we're going to the Ohio show here in about three days, not a lot of time. So we're going to just see who's really listening up on top of this stuff is we had our good friend DK do us a solid and he painted up 15 of the AZ baits. We have nine stingers, in three different patterns and six soft tails in two different patterns, the eight inch soft tails. And they are signed and numbered and dated by the master himself, DK. And then I also had to scribble my initials on there. So people didn't get mixed up and thought that he was making these baits. So we have those, they are not going to be on display, but if, and they are for sale, but if you want to see them, just to look at them, or if you're interested in purchasing them, um, they are going to be there. But Vance, what is the secret code, the password, whatever you want to call it, in order to see these baits? You have to come up and address one of us and state that you're here to return some videotapes. Now say it again. You present yourself at the booth. You say, hello. You say, I'm here to return some videotapes. And you, we, you, you'll you be presented with these baits. And it's a limit to one per person. So the first person that comes up, we want everybody to, to get a chance at these. 
Um, you know, so the first person can't just come up and wipe out all of them. Um, but like I said, you come up. I'm here to return some videotapes. You say, oh, I know what you're here for. You should take a step back behind this curtain. I don't know if we're actually going to take you behind the curtain, but... We're not going to do that. But <laughs> I'm just, there's not, not that much space, and it's generally very dangerous with hooks and stuff in that, in that situation. But. but you get the idea. And uh, that... They look sweet, and we wanted to keep them, but gone up to the general public. So if you want to grab some, Stop by the booth. As far as I know, and again, I could be mistaken, as far as I know, these are the only baits that DK has painted for someone else that are for sale. They are beautiful, in my opinion. I put the epoxy clear on them, and I had a lot of time looking at them, looking at them really close. They, you know, I don't know if, if anyone would actually want to go out and fish them or not, but 15 of yeah. them, limit one per person. And when they're gone, they're gone. If they don't all sell, then they don't all sell. We'll take them to the next show. That's the way it is. We're, we're, we're doing an experiment more or less. So Vance, what is the line that they need to say? I'm here to return some videotapes. You need to say that. I can't yeah, stress if you that don't, enough. it's over. If you come up and come say, "Come up and say that," that's it. You're you're out. No, and I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> if if someone comes up to me and messes it up, and I'll be like, "Listen, you got to talk to this guy back here," and I'm going to point to Vance, and then Vance is going to grab you by the scruff of your neck and throw you out the door. Yeah, you're not. You're no, not, he's not. You won't get but, a chance. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No, Vance uh, doesn't physically assault you, but I'm going to say that you're not allowed to do it. No soup for you. No. <laughs> you have these regular raptors. <laughs> which get annihilated by fish, by the way. Yep. And also, Todd, do you want to also give the second part of this, not to make this too confusing? Well, are we going to use the same password? I think we should, for simplicity. Yeah, I think we should, too. Yep. And what's that password, Vance? I'm here to return some videotapes. videotapes. I got to remember this. It's going to be so out of the context of of musky fishing that it should be very obvious to us. So, okay. So you come up to the booth. I'm here to return some videotapes. Picture if like someone's like in a booth next to us and it's slow and all these people come up and we're like. All right, you want to see them, and and they, they just yeah. can't really see what's going on, and they're just like, "What is going on over there?" Oh, I'm gonna hide them. I'm gonna we're we're, we're gonna hide them. We're gonna put them behind the. Uh, Todd is gonna be wearing up, a big black trench up. coat, and when when he say that, you're like, "Come on over," and he opens up. See these kid, and he's open up. He's gonna have like that <laughs> weird hat from the twenties. He's opening up. Hey, you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm here. I'm here to return some videotapes. It's also gonna work for. All of our rafters, sixes, soft tail, six, eight, eight, soft tail, and the ten. Let's throw the stinger in there as well. Stinger in there also, and let's put it on the rod holders. Yep. Uh, 
you're going to purchase any of those items. And I'm here to return some videotapes. You get $5 off any of those items. Each, the show. each product. So each if you product. had three Raptors, that's $15 off. $15 off. Yep. So more or less what that's extending to is everything but the line of soft plastics. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of work in those soft plastics. But any hard bait and rod holders, $5 off. What's the line, Vance? I'm here to return some videotapes. Perfect. That's okay. it. We've explained it. You need to say it. Or it don't work. Those are the rules of the game. All right. We're going to have a lot of fun this show season. Yeah. It's going to get confusing. Just for the Ohio, I'm glad. Just I'm glad. For the Ohio, Ohio, the Ohio show. show. Yeah. 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 The I'm Ohio. I'm glad Andy's going to be there to take care of rod holder stuff. I don't think we would be able to handle anything like this at the Muskie Max. We're very, mm-hmm. it's usually mm-hmm. too busy. Yeah. Well, the the issue that you guys had last year, and I was thinking about this more, was the fact that you didn't have the AZ cutoffs to mm-hmm. just in, increase your metabolism to, mm-hmm. to keep the adrenaline flowing. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't need sleep when you wear these. Trust me. I live this life. And uh, that was the main problem. I'm there to harness the power of the rod holders. All your questions can be answered by me. And then... Ready. Return the videotapes to Vance and Todd and me upon checkout. That's what we'll do. So. Done. You guys like that? Yeah, I like it. All right. I do too. Want to end this one here? I know we waited to the very last minute to do that, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. See you out there. Maybe if you're going. Ohio State sucks. They're a dump. And <laughs> we no, they're not. are excited for this show. Are you talking about the state of Ohio or OSU? Ohio State. Okay. Oh, OSU. Okay. You're not a big fan of the Buckeyes. Vance and I don't agree. We agree on most things, not agreeing on that one. Ohio State. I don't like any of those big teams. I really just like Pitt, even though I didn't get accepted there. (laughs) They broke your heart, and you still love them. (laughs) They broke my heart. I applied to Duquesne, Penn State, and Pitt, and I got accepted at Duquesne and Penn State, and Pitt denied me. Such Do you think you would have been able to play ball for the for the Lions? I would have been. I would have been able to walk on. Yeah. That's interesting. My my, my gears are turning. The, uh, how about the big game last night? Big game. Amazing. What the what the it the first punched him right in the mouth. I loved it. Oh my gosh, that was so. That was what a game. That I mean, it was really wasn't a game after the first quarter. No, no, it, was it just kept going. I mean, you, I I just kept thinking it's not going to last like this, and it just kept going. It was incredible. I I went and looked at, and this is this is the this is how fast this stuff escalated. Was I I walked out to the pole barn. I texted Vance, "Are you watching this game?" Now, obviously, I wasn't, but I saw the score, and I I told him it was like I don't know, 
21 16 or something like that and i'm like there's like 12 minutes left in the second uh second quarter and he texted me back he goes no it's like 28 and i'm like mm-hmm. they scored a touchdown just by me walking across the driveway yeah that's yeah. what was happening i was like cooking dinner went in i was like what <laughs> what did i <laughs> miss another one it's <laughs> yeah. awesome how did they get those points yeah <clears throat> it's nice to see uh Bam! I go down like that, and I was I was a big fan mm-hmm. of OSU when they played. I don't really hate OSU that much, but yeah. <laughs> I, I was happy when they won the national championship too. But yeah, it's just good to see Bama go down. It's like the Patriots. You know? Bam! Bama went down again. That's the second time in <laughs> four, three years. Yeah, they're always there though. They're just always so good. They're always there. factory. One factory. Which is kind of neat. It's it's kind of neat that that college is going in that direction. To do this this little playoff thing kind of gives them a you know I, I would any like given Sunday chance. Yeah, I would like I to like see that. it extended beyond four teams. You know, add, add yeah. like add like another like a tier to that bracket. Yeah, just no doubt. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I I know when OSU won there a couple of years ago, they were. I think they were like the the four number four. They were the four seed. four with a with a yes. third string quarterback. With a third string quarterback, yeah. Now this year you had one and two, so but it didn't matter where they had to play off or not. Right. They had it That's right. They had it right. They had it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for two. Those two should have been one on them boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whooped they should have just flipped one and two. Yeah. It's great. I love watching those those games, especially like I, I hate watching the games. It's like, oh yeah, this is going to be a last second field goal, and it's going to be one three to nothing. That those those mm-hmm. games are horrible. Pitt uh, played that. Pitt, Pitt played Clemson in that. Uh, you know the ACC championship and got whooped. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I mean, mm-hmm. it's a it's a dumpster fire. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, but two but two years ago, two years ago, when Clemson won, Pitt, Pitt beat him. It was the only yeah. It was like loss on their record. Right, right. But Pitt is dumpster fire. Yeah, <laughs> and you didn't get accepted. <laughs> you get accepted? <laughs> really? Yes. I had no idea. Like you, I, you lived there. They knew you. I crushed. Long. I crushed the SATs. I had a good grade point average, mm-hmm. and all this like volunteer, all that bullshit my parents made me do. <laughs> they knew you. You lived yeah. right there. They were like, "That's the guy that drags people through parking lots. We can't let him." They in. probably did. Probably I, I, I thought it might have been the past when you were trying to catch a duck on a fishing line. <laughs> that, that probably kept you out right there. Tough to do. It's impressive. So you, you, I used you did to all shoot that. them on the game all the time. <laughs> Andy, where did you Andy, where did you apply to for college? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I figured that. Guess what? That's I'm it. I'm batting a thousand here. I got accepted yeah. and I went. <laughs> I didn't put it I'm like, this stuff costs money. I'm just gonna go to this one that I can go to work in you between could walk classes. Across the street. You could walk across the street. Yeah, my, my first yeah. house I literally yes, there you were times could I was walk across the street. 
the, the the soccer the summer soccer leagues would kick up kick their balls. It would cross the street into my yard. And your and, yard, yeah, I and, know. And I, I would be the guy like, stay over there, kid. Here's this one's mine. No, I, I keep this. it. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, pit bastards. <laughs> we digging up some dark secrets of Vance's past. I know. I'm not. I'm not. No shame in that, you know. I, I still we joke about it all the time. And you know where I went. I met my lady, my wife. So everything happens for a reason. It's all good. All right, we'll leave I that used, there. I used to go to parties and pit and be very upset though in college. <laughs> You'd be so, angry. Like, I'd just like <laughs> be very angry. I knew they. Had, I they knew you ahead of time. They, I pipped, I peed on a lot of things there because I was upset. <laughs> Maybe you but, shouldn't have got that big pit panther tattoo on your back prior I to did. applying. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're getting into too many personal stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pit Stadium. You remember the old Pit Stadium? It was so oh, cool. Yeah. It was dug into a hillside. <laughs> yeah. You know, know and like you were, you were, when you were up on top of the hill, you could just like walk down the grandstand. It was, <laughs> it was such a neat stadium. And I like really wanted to go there and they didn't you, accept me. You snuck in so many times that they knew they had, they had your face oh, man. on cameras. Was like, no, that's that guy. No good. <laughs> Not that Kalos boy. Denied. Like, did they send you back, like, an official, like, a, just like a, you know, declined, like a big yes. rubber stamp that just hit on it? Yeah. Real, <laughs> man. I was pissed. Yeah, they were like, we're, we've decided to go into a different direction. <laughs> oh, geez. We're closing the doors. <laughs> it's this is an old, like, you mother, an old I, relationship. I had, a, I had a 4-0 in high school. I crushed the old SATs. It was I had an 1190. Oh, the geez. old the old SATs smashed them. Uh-huh. Whooped that ass, and I was I got denied. So <laughs> they it, it. it is what it is. I was going to try to walk on and play there, you know, but then I got to go to Duquesne and, and play and actually see the field and stuff. It was a one double A. You know, and then I started like getting into football too much, and my grades were dipping. I was like, "Yeah, I got it. I'm ready to be done." And then once I was done with football, I got into like, "What can I be competitive with? What is like can drive me now that I've gotten rid of this?" And it was musky fishing. So yeah, cool. everything happens for a reason. There you go. The big why did we just, why did we just talk about all that stuff? I have no idea. I don't know, but it was great. The podcast was over. Yeah. I'm still recording, though. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to shut that off. That was gold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Come out and see us, the Ohio Muskie Show. We're also going to be at the Columbus Fishing Expo in February and the Big Muskie Max in March to run out our show season. And it's Max for a reason because it's maximum capacity. Everything's to the max. And uh, big thanks. Muskie's Inc. You know, 
that they're their national sounding board. We've talked about it, you know, a lot. It's important. Join it. They're established. They're here to stay, hopefully. And, uh, you know, find your chapter. Join. Be part of the greater good. And Fatty Z Muskie products. FattyZMuskie.com. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. MCFishingGuides.com. St. Croix Rods. Best rods on earth. Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Vicks Marine and Sports Center. Kent, Ohio. And did I do it? Did I, did I hit them all? St. Croix Rods. Yeah. I hit that yeah. one up. And uh, Boshad Lowers. Big old Boshad. And uh, Vance, that line one more time. I'm here to return some videotapes. Very important. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you guys soon.